0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, I wept loudly, John tells us, because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look at it. I must admit to you that I have never wept about that. That's because if you keep reading, you see what happens when the scroll is opened, It afflicts the earth with wars, with plagues, with famines, and a whole lot more. Now, we know that God often works through opposites, so that what appears evil to us may, in fact, be the work of God. For example, crucifixion appears evil to us, but in the hands of God... It brings salvation to the entire world. And when it comes to suffering in our own lives, we therefore try to cultivate endurance. We want to move people away from the world's view that says that suffering is to be avoided at all costs and move them over to a Christian view that says that suffering is to be accepted. Accepted as a part of our vocation, as a cross that we bear, so that when the duties that are associated with being a mother or a father or a professor or a student are difficult or unpleasant, we faithfully carry them out anyway for the good of our neighbor. We accept the suffering. Rather than flee from it, we accept it, but long for it, weep because the catastrophe that would certainly annihilate the lifestyle that we have grown accustomed to has not yet been unleashed on the earth? Must we despise the first article blessings of peace and security that God gives us in our daily lives through his left-hand kingdom? How can we live with a theology like that? Maybe John didn't know what the scroll contained. Maybe as readers we have privileged information and if John had had that information then maybe he would have wished for something else. Or maybe John is the one with the privileged information and maybe we're the ones who are missing out on something. The reason we feel threatened by the catastrophes described in Revelation is because we have a fundamental misconception about our own lives. We tell ourselves that our life is pretty good. And that we'd hate to lose out on all of this through some catastrophe. But if there is one thing that is clear in the book of Revelation... It's that our lives are not all right. We are in the midst of a battle with beastly forces that we can only begin to understand. And the forces of the enemy shoot through every action and every relationship that we engage in. No matter how noble or godly we think they are. take one of the most foundational distinctions in Lutheran theology, for example, the distinction between law and gospel. The formula of Concord says that it is a particularly glorious light. And it is. But it is also a kind of witness against us that there is something very wrong with our lives. Because there is something wearying about having to be confronted always with the law and always having to return to the foot of the cross. Why don't we just stop sinning? Impossible? Well, then now you understand. Why? Our lives are not all right. If we really understood the stakes of the warfare that we face every hour, then we would long for the day when we can be done with the law gospel distinction. Because we will be done with sin. We can and should be thankful for the blessings of peace and safety That God gives us through the government. But we should also be mindful that these blessings pale in comparison to what he has in store for us on the last day. That day will be the culmination of the victory that the slaughtered lamb won for us over the beast, the dragon, and the antichrist. And it's the scroll that inaugurates the end game. But no one can be found to open the scroll. Who is worthy to open it? Who has the strength to open it? Who is wise and honorable and glorious to open it? Stop weeping, the angel says to John. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered to open the scroll and its seven seals. Worthy is Christ the Lamb because he was slain. And therefore, he is worthy to receive power and riches, and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and blessing, and glory. And so we join with thousands upon thousands of angels, mixing the incense of our prayers with the prayers of all the saints, and singing their new song.